because Craig doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna stop like being like, okay, I'm gonna hit hit the button and then I'm just gonna start doing it a second time automatically because that's just Craig Craig doesn't wanna work in the morning. You gotta Craig? do one to wake yeah. him up and then I a second one to wake him in. I think that's what it is. I think the first time I need to like be like, okay, Craig, Craig, here's your alarm, let's go. And then the second time, <laughs> oh, I got this. Like what she means like by that all drunk friend. Folks. <laughs> Good morning, anyway. all. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! It's it's officially the end of Spoopy Month. Good. Wow! The <gasps> oh, blast. Anyway, we haven't even started, and I have you know my monster children here with me today, and they're already. We're gonna, we're gonna duct tape. Them. It's, it's, I heard it. Anything. Fan today. Fan, the healthy fan, dose of anti, anti, anti Halloween today because anti screwed me up. Fan, I, I did. I woke Fane up. Woke me up. I did actually. I went downstairs and I'm like Fane, and I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, you're still asleep. And I like went to wander off. And he's like, what do you want? I'm like, it's nine o'clock. Are you getting up? Like, come on, we have to do this. He's like, ah. woke you up before she beat. Before she go goed, you <laughs> took away my joke. He's not awake yet. He's had shit for breakfast. The thing is, all oh. he didn't like shake me like a fucking wild animal. Uh, I could have jumped on you. If you jumped on me, I would have not been doing this right now. So <laughs> next next time, you take his hand and put it into a glass of water. That would have required effort. If it didn't fall into a category of animal cruelty, I would say just throw a cat at him on occasion. But I mean, I feel like that's oh, mean. the ironic part is I had like four of the cats with me. We need to yeah. get her a little taser. I walked down the stairs and Osiris came with me, and I hit the bottom of the stairs, and Athena just like appeared out from behind the pile of wood that we have there. Dunk it, ninja kitty. Did you want to go up? Yeah, he we does. Need want to go up there. We need to get her a little taser like they had in Hairspray. She can snap him. You tase me. <laughs> tase me. <laughs> you tase me, I take a piece of pills. You take my toast, I'll tase you. Seriously? What the hell? It seems like a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle, and I'm upset because I I wanted a bagel. Right, so is this podcast about the Nightmare Before Christmas or terrorizing your children? Let's go. Oh. Both. Both those things. Actually, right. we could just put aside the nightmare before Christmas and go with terrorizing the children. I'm super good with that. I am. Fuck off, Richard. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, we're we're discussing the nightmare before Christmas today. That that's like the best Halloween movie. Hell no, nah. that movie is bull crap. You two. I- Hate movie. that movie. You two just okay. My children don't like the movie strictly because I make them watch it with me every year, and I have times a year a really bad habit of literally talking and singing through the entire thing because I know it word for word, and if I really wanted to, I could probably recite it right now for the next hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> and she will. It's gonna happen. I didn't realize that the movie is really that short. Yeah, I, yeah. I like. I knew it was a short movie, but I guess I didn't realize it was only an hour and twenty minutes. Um, it's a very short movie. It's very. If you haven't been 
um, had it bashed into your head by your parent relentlessly, then it's a very enjoyable movie. I did through a reviewing lens, like upon reassessing Jack's character. I love Jack. Uh, He's having a midlife crisis. He is having a bit of a midlife crisis, and there, uh, we'll get to it. I'll table it for now. But there is a point where I'm like, this dude fully just congratulated himself for fucking everything up. Yeah. And I laughed a lot, really hard. Because he was like, good job, me. And then went back <laughs> home and it was hilarious. Uh, that was our best great. Halloween yet. And then proceeds to give himself shit for five minutes. He's having well, a Crisis. Well, and I'm talking about the end one, the beginning one. I understand because I've, and it's because you guys haven't gotten bored yet. But there is a point where you're like, "Am I okay with dying doing this job?" And most of us go through a midlife crisis over it. And some of us buy Ferraris, and some of us quit our job, and some of us like to terrorize entire towns. Those people (laughs) usually get arrested, right? However. Magic of Tim Burton says that he gets to go home. Yeah, right. I mean, his his job in his career is to terrorize people. Like literally, I don't necessarily necessarily hate the movie. It's the only reason you hate watching I, it with me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't hate the, movie. the exposure of the pair. Okay, well, all right. So, so let's get the important stuff out of the way. The Nightmare Before Christmas was. Made by in 1993. Uh, according to this, it says it's an hour and 16 minutes. But when we were watching it on Disney Plus the other day, it said it was an hour um and 20 minutes. I'm on IMDb right now. Yeah, I probably included the credits. Um, it follows Jack Skellington, who's the king of Halloween Town, and he discovers Christmas Town and his attempts to bring Christmas to his home. Home causes confusion, is what the 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 description of the movie is the director is Henry Selick. The writers are Tim Burton, Michael McDowell and Caroline Thompson. It stars Danny Elfman, which is ironic because he usually does music, not voices. He's actually Jack. Chris. Oh, he is actually the like, talking on. voice of Jack. Yeah. Too. He's Jack. Yes. Yep. Oh, I just assumed he sang for him. Nope. He's Jack. Yep. Tim Burton actually voices Zero. <laughs> yep. That makes sense to me. <laughs> um, and Kathleen O'Hara, who I, I'm pretty sure is Sally. I can't find her in the list of characters. But she should be here at the top, but I don't see her. Oh, no. Yep. Shock and Sally. Yep. Kathleen O'Hara. Oh, she voices Shock, too, which is fun. I love Shock. Yep. Shock is great. Shock, Lock, and Barrel. Barrel's nice. Yeah. Lock, Stock, and Barrel. A couple of the the actors um, do a couple different different people. Um. Igor, it's the best part of the movie. <laughs> Igor, master. He is pretty fun. Um. Oh no! It, okay, Danny Elfman does just do the singing voice, and then Chris Saradon does the the actual voice voice. Oh, William Hickey uh, plays um Doctor Finkelstein. 
Glenn Shannix is the mayor. Paul Rubens is Locke. Ken Page is Oogie Boogie. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. uh, Ranger Crenshaw is Mr. Hyde. Yep. Yep. There's, this movie is just the cast of the movie is, is really, really good. Um, they do. Oh, you uh, can tell they had fun doing it because it seems like they had. If they didn't have fun doing it, it seems like they did because it's fun to yeah. watch. Um, one of the other things, too, is the movie was initially it's um, released under Tombstone, not Disney. Uh, Touchstone? Touchstone, yeah. I always wanted to call it Tombstone because, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. I feel like it would be better if it was. Tombstone, right. Um, anyways, it was released under Touchstone because Disney didn't think it was going to go anywhere. Well, Disney, uh, oh, Touchstone is a Disney subsidiary, so they right. just, it's the non-friendly family title uh, they they did the same thing with gargoyles too yeah because they didn't have as much faith in it too but disney say, moved hocus Dis disney moved hocus pocus to june to be released that year because nightmare before christmas was they were releasing in in october or i want to say it was released in october it might have been november but either way they didn't want them crossing each other so they they sh kind of shelved if you will say for a better term Hocus Pocus, so that Nightmare would come out without any any competition. Interesting. Even though they released it under a alternative place, consider it because they thought it wasn't going to go anywhere. Oh, they still well, they they were worried that some parents were going to view it negatively, and Disney sure. didn't want that that mark, but they still wanted the dollars. Of course. And like they want to own everything, but they don't want to actually have to be held responsible for anything. Bingo. So what what people didn't know won't hurt them and what they find out later they'll get over. This is our opinion. <laughs> don't sue us, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, it's also a it's a stop motion film. Like if you look into some of the stuff on Nightmare Before Christmas, like I Jack alone had, I think it's like 500 different faces that they could put on and take off of the the puppet that they use, like the body part of the puppet to make all the different facial expressions and movements and stuff. It's it's actually really complex. And there's there's one part in the opening, like they did a really good job of trying to hide all of the... Um, the wires and the lines and all the different things that they use, but there's one part in the opening scene with the bats. If you look, you can pretty easily see the wires on the bats that they use to make the bats fly, especially as they're flying at you from with the moon behind them. You can see all the little wires on the bats, but still, <laughs> I, I love it. It's, I, I still think it's great. I was gonna say, by this point, it just adds to the charm because it's such a like whole. It's such a beloved, well-known movie by yeah. now. So the movie starts with this is Halloween, which is they're Halloween. So much fun has been forever, will the be best, forever. Like one of the best songs, and it's actually the end of Halloween. 
Like they just finished Halloween night. And I right before we actually started recording, I linked into the Discord the Marilyn Manson cover of This Is Halloween and it's synced up to the opening scene of the movie and it fits. <gasps> yeah, I linked it in there. Mm-hmm. Go watch it afterward. Guys, it's so much fun. It is. Manson's really- version of the song is so um, good. Yeah, Marilyn Manson does a really good cover of it. And we get, we like, don't get like names or anything, but we get like our introduction to Halloween Town and everybody in there and it's just... It's really good, and we get to see Jack, and we get to see Sally, and we get to see the entire town, and it's just a good, fun little song, and I can sing it for you word for word. And <laughs> I gotta pull up a list of the songs, so I haven't done that yet. Oh, I have them as we go, as we go through. I can. T- it's uh, want me to list them? Well, I mean, this is Halloween is the first one. I I know that I know most of the names of the songs but i don't know all of the names of the songs um our next song after that is what's this like we don't get a song until what's this okay um but yeah we go through this is halloween and we get like this really really cool like view over of the whole town like i said we get to like see all of the different people and we get introduced to jack because we actually see him first. We see him when the song starts. We see the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. And the wind like blows the scarecrow around. And kind of like points us in the direction of Halloween Town. And then we find out at the end of the song. That that's actually Jack. And he comes alive on top of the, the wicker horse. And lights himself on fire. Then jumps in the fountain. And comes up out of the fountain. Which is just the coolest introductory of a character ever it is very like it's some boss level shit i remember as a kid when i first saw it being like <gasps> and it is it's just very impressive you also like i really love the run through of all what would be like halloween inspired creatures that are yeah. all those like spooky stories that you would have heard like the thing under your stairs and yeah it's a very good song and it's fun to listen to and it's yep the clown with the tearaway face and the werewolf and the 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 who and the wind and the thing that lives under your bed and you know it's just like all the spooky things you know but and i like how they talk about there's like kind of a throwaway thing where they're like we're not mean but this is kind of what we do and people love halloween most people even if you're if halloween's not your favorite it's fun and you probably dig participating in it on some level so right but everyone loves spoopy shit yeah mr hyde looks so weird in my name for christmas like i said this is the end of yeah. halloween so the mayor at the end of everything <clears throat> You know, Jack comes out of the water and is like, awesome job. It was another great year. Look at us. We did such a good job. The compliments they give Jack. Oh, yeah. You make flesh. You make. Yeah. You make skin crawl. Flesh ooze and walls. You make the walls fall. You make the very mountains crack, Jack. Like, (laughs) own his dreams, Jack. Oh, God. The witches are so. They're fun. And poor Jack is like, um, please, no thank you. I'm I'm done with this. I need to leave now. 
He's very sweet about it, too. He's like, yeah, thanks. That's great. I know. We're great. Yay, us. Okay. You know, yeah. Stay uh, away. Yep. Yeah. And the mayor, in, in all of his conceited brilliance, actually manages to pull the attention from Jack to the prizes that needs to be given out for the evening. And we we hear in the background is we follow Jack out of the the town center that the vampires won the prize of most blood drained in a single evening. It's just single evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bonkers so. in a single evening, and there's three of them. No, there's four of them. Oh, that's right. There's there's four. There's I'm sorry. Four vampires. Still though, and whose blood? Children's blood. Do they just go out and eat children on Halloween night? I don't know. There's no. questions. There's a lot of questions. I mean, this isn't like all about just giving candy to kids. They might eat them. <laughs> it's not Halloween without a homicidal vampire. Yep. True. And then we get um we follow Jack into the cemetery <clears throat> where we learn about his existential mm-hmm. midlife crisis. Yep. Um, and we meet Zero. Yeah. Zero's his little dead dog. Oh, Zero. With the with the little glowing pumpkin nose. Which it is, it's a pumpkin. If you look. <gasps> is it? Yeah, it is. That's a little oh. jack lantern on the end of his nose. That's just the cutest fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and we get that see that's what I mean. I don't is is that what's the name of that song in there? Said I don't know the names of all the songs. In the grave. Oh, it's um they're all named really simple ones. Like the last one is Jack's redemption song. This one is Jack's um it's not just Jack's song. Jack's Lambit is in the end. That's not Jack's Lambit. Jack's Lambit's in the end. That's why I was gonna look up the list. <laughs> I thought I had all of them written down and I so didn't. Hold on. I apparently missed one. Uh, Dr. Frankelinston? That's not it. No, that's not it. Jack's, no, Jack's, no. Uh, Jackson. Yeah, it is. It says Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. Yeah, no, Jack's Obsession, maybe? Jackson. No, that's the, what does it mean? What does it mean? Right. I know right. it's on Jack Lambit. Jackson. Kidnap Sandy Claus. One is called Dr. Finkelstein, is it, and is that it? Maybe. Dr. Finkelstein, Sasha, in the forest. In the for- oh, maybe, because it says in the forest. Yeah, it might be both of them. Oh, okay, it's just named. What a weird thing to name it. Okay, yeah. you stop doing that. Don't do that. <laughs> maybe. Anyways, we anyway, get... Now the list is up. Sorry. We have it now. Maybe I need to do this by the lyrics. Um, because I'll I'll know it by the lyrics. So okay, name before Christmas songs in order. I just wrote like Jack sad, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, that's not what it's called. <laughs> so sorry about that. I don't know. Anyways, Jack, this is where we learn that Jack's sad. Jack has, yeah, Jack's sad. Um, 
But he's like, I mean, it's it's that plateau in your life where he's like, I think he feels like he's gotten as good as he'll ever get at this thing. And it's getting hard for him to feel accomplished in it, clearly, because he is the best. And it's probably mm -hmm. boring I'm to be the best after a certain point. No, it is Jack Slammett. Okay. Oh, is it? Yep, that is Jack Slammett. Oh. Yep. Oh, I wonder if they're out of order on the on the, yeah, on the yeah, search I have. Cause... Lament, okay. whatever. And then poor Jack is the one that I okay. I had switched the the titles around in my head. Sorry, everyone. Our bad. Anyway. Oh, is that the one where he crashing down? Yeah, poor Jack is is my favorite. Jack Salama is is the one that he has right now. Yep. Okay. Since I'm in dead, I can take off my head. This is, the Shanty <laughs> this is just because it's my favorite movie doesn't mean that I know all of the song titles. It just means that I can recite it word for word. Anyways, we get this song where he goes through his midlife crisis, or we, we discover his midlife crisis that while he's good at what he does, he's... Not happy doing not, it. Right, not happy doing it. He he wants something else. There's something missing. He doesn't know what it is. And he ends up taking Zero and just wandering off into the woods. Not a good thing. He takes himself on a little walk, on a little yep. self-searching walk. Yep. Soul-searching walk. And we also, if, if you watch when, because Zero wants to play... And he's like, no, we're not playing right now. And then he gives in because Zero is cute and adorable. He actually reaches into, yeah, yeah. His, into his, what looks like his breast pocket, but it's not. He reaches into his, his like, chest and pulls out one of his rib bones and throws it for the dog. It was this time when I watched it, I had to be like, wait. And I rewound it. I was like, yep, yep, that was yep. a rib. That yep. was a rib. <laughs> and he just tossed it aside. Okay, I think he... Fell asleep walking. It's yeah, I like think he yeah, that's your theory is he just passed out. Yeah, he just does some sleepwalking. And then he does this and he's like, Where are we? Yeah, I think he does fall asleep walking. Yeah. Um oh. but then we we go back into town and we we meet Sally, like officially meet Sally and Dr. Oh. Finkelstein because Dr. Finkelstein's your favorite. And this is where we discover. He's pretty funny. He's, He's terrible, terrible, though. He is terrible, Doctor. I always looked at it as the Doctor Finkelstein and Sally is is supposed to be a play on Doctor Frankenstein and Doctor Frankenstein's monster. Um, he is a little bit. It is very reminiscent of. Yeah, I like that they make him a psycho narcissist who's a little bit borderline. Like, there's some abusive, questionable things in there. Like that, yeah. he puts his on his own face on his second girlfriend that made me laugh really hard and shares her brain his brain yeah <laughs> I'm like, i love narcissism that's funny i love the quote here where he like grabs sally by the arm and is like you you know you poisoned me for the last time you're coming home he's like i made you with my own hands and if you look at it like if you pay attention like it seems like it's a throwaway line but if you pay attention to it, he's wearing those gloves that the hands don't quite look right. They look super small for him. And if you mm -hmm. look at both of the wrists on Sally, 
she has the the sew like the the sewing marks on both of her wrists. Like those are actually his hands on Sally. But why though? I don't know. Why would he give his second girlfriend half of his brain? That I kind of understand because he's a weird psychopathic narcissist, but then he had to build himself a whole nother pair of hands. I know, but that just makes like, I just love that though. He's like, I made you with my own hand. hands. You're messed up, man. There's also a hand in that <laughs> jar. Yeah, he's got that hand in the jar with the bugs and like he's got all those weird things in his lab. Listen, to create your art, sometimes you have to use a little bit of you. Wow. I mean, you know, honestly, my favorite part Blood. is flips up in his head and itches his brain. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, that's funny too. Best part. But yes. Oh, wait, no, that happens beforehand because then Sally ends up in the graveyard and catches Jack's song. Because she starts yep. to sympathize with Jack. And, you know, I watched this movie on Friday and do I remember it? No. Have I seen this movie a million times? literally my favorite thing on the planet? Yes. Do I seem to remember it now? No. It's weird to recall it without anything. Um, I don't know. I've, I've, my brain is not functioning lately. Um, anyways. Uh, so when she's in there, she gets more witch hazel and deadly nightshade and goes back to the house and puts it all away before dr finkelstein is like you came back for your arm let's sew it back on she's like uh, she's kind of going through her own like rebellious teenage phase too like there's a lot of like i'm not satisfied with where i am in life i need to change things going on well okay first of all she's not allowed to go out <laughs> She's not really having a crisis. She is a prisoner. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying there's a lot of that in this movie. But she does like she does. That is that does seem to be a running theme in this movie for sure. And she does even say, "I'm restless. I can't help it." Uh huh. That would be a very appropriate behavior in that situation. I do like how he's like, "You poisoned me three times this month," and she's like, four. And is like yeah. super proud of herself for a second. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was fun. Yep. Then immediately poisons him again. Yes. And yep. he doesn't catch on because she because he does all the stuff and she's and he's like, I smell frog's breath. And she's like, But I thought you liked it. Nothing's more suspicious than frog's, frog's breath. breath. He did give Ooh. her half his brain. <laughs> no, he's brain at this point. Oh, yeah, that's later right. when she poisons you're him right, this time. You're right. and he finally gets mad. <laughs> and it's like, I'm making a different zombie bride. You're pain in the ass. Right. This is when he decides he's gonna make a different one. This is the last time. And then he decides to lock <laughs> away. Yeah, and that's where she makes the yeah, like wine. You're like not there yet, but yeah, that is like she's up in the tower. Eventually, she throws herself out of the tower, but which honestly, there. like, but that's yeah. She so then, leave. she's fine. I know, and I love that he stuffs her full of leaves. Right, like she's full of leaves. Poor Sally. Poor Sally. But yeah, then we go back to Jack, where Thane was saying that. um 
Oh, no. Yeah. Then we go back to Jack where Thane was saying that, you know, it looks like he was sleepwalking because he, like, wakes up and doesn't know where he is. <clears throat> and even though he still yep. seems to be within the realm of Halloween, he's in this weird circle that has, like, doorways to all the holidays in it. Yep, yep, yep. We get, and we get to see most of them. Uh-huh. You see Easter and Valentine's Day. I think we get Thanksgiving. Yep, Thanksgiving's in there. We don't see Halloween, though, because that's the area that he's in. Yeah. St. Patrick's yeah. Day? I think St. Patrick's was in there. Easter. Pretty much Which here. I thought was cute. That concept yeah. was fun. Yeah, I like that concept, too. Oh, no, we see Halloween in the beginning. Right, we see Halloween in the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. So we do see the door, just not here. Right. Which makes sense, because we're in Halloween. Why would we see the Halloween door when we're in Halloween? Yeah. Um, and then he gets super excited about the Christmas one. And he goes to... Apparently, I have the dog in here. I didn't realize I had the dog in here. Oh, oh hello, puppy. All right. What's this? <laughs> What's this, Beebs? What's this? <laughs> so she, he goes to open the door, and he kind of looks in, and there's nothing there. So he, like, kind of, like, leaves the door open, but he takes a step back, and he, like, looks at Zero, and he kind of, like, shrugs and, like, goes to close the door, and then this wind, like, pulls him into the door. and It reminded me... Very much of Fry in Futurama when he falls backwards into the oh I mean, into the the um capsule the capsule yeah yeah it's very fun where he's just yep I was uh -huh. like ha that's reminiscent yep yep and poor Zero the door closes and Zero just barks at the door like oh crap what do I do he's just like he's worried but he doesn't want to follow him down there what and does not. I mean, and I don't blame him. I don't blame right? him. People are saying that they should make other movies like on the different doors. That'd be kind of cool. Other movies on the different doors. I'd be different. I've never foreseen Patrick. No. Or Nightmare Before Easter. <laughs> because Before Easter. That just sounds like a horror Nightmare movie. Before Easter because Lock, Shock, and Barrel steal the Easter Bunny. That's true. The yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Bunny. so then we get the what's this song because Jack falls into Christmas Town. One of my favorite songs. And he is absolutely mesmerized by the fact that this other town exists it's and it's different. Yes, yeah, children are throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads, and he can't believe it because no one's dead. Absolutely, no one's dead, huh? Yeah, well, and it's like I get it, it comes with. I think when I was watching it, I was like, I suddenly had this moment where I was like, this is a little bit the same idea of being introduced to a new experience or feeling that you enjoyed, but don't quite know how to comprehend. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, say the first time you have a crush on someone. You like you know you wouldn't know what to do with that necessarily. Right. It's real exciting, and you want to throw yourself into it. And there are bright colors. 
I'm sure there's a better example. That's just the first one I came up with. Nope, that's a good anyway. example. I like it. Today's Sunday, right? Yes, today is Sunday. I mean, today's Halloween. Today's Halloween! Happy season! <laughs> anyway. You can see it, but I'm wearing my bat in a, in a Halloween, in a jack-o'-lantern shirt. And it, Julian said we were going to drive around and do something, and I'll probably put a bunch of makeup on my face, even if yeah. we just drive around. It's so rainy. I know. It's gross out. I didn't realize it was raining as hard as it was. I it's Halloween, and I'm wearing a Christmas shirt. And I put the dog on, and I was like, oh, no. Anyway, so he has <laughs> this amazing song about how awesome Christmas Town is, and he, like, figures out that this is what's missing in his life, and he needs to, like, Oh my God, I need to do something and it has to revolve well, around. I him. think he decides that that's what's missing in his yeah. life. Probably. You can stop looking at the bed. And he likes Sandy Claws. <laughs> Which I, I love the fact that despite him wanting to like, because he, he t- spends a good portion of the movie like actually trying to figure out Christmas and what it could mean and like how to go about it like the right way like that's one thing I do want to give Jack like for all that he is he does want to try to do Christmas the right way even though he puts that Halloween spin on it he wants to do it the right way he can't get Santa's name right yeah the (laughs) well because he always saw a shadow I do think there's like there's some political satire that happens in this movie and I think like when Jack is trying to explain Christmas to everyone and they're not really getting feeling or the idea like it's not translating right and by the end of it he literally says well I might as well give them what they understand and then he explains Sandy Claus in the way he knows that they will digest it and they fucking love that yeah sounds like a good time I was like huh there's some little okay I see you Tim Burton you smart motherfucker no, you're <laughs> you're here for the podcast. Sit your you butt down. Me. I can stop. No, you can't bail. Yeah, see, can't bail. you can't bail. No, no, no. No, you're here for the majority, the you're entire leg. Leave. You're here. Okay, come in. Well, I'm leaving the chair. Okay, you can leave the chair. You're like a third of the way in. Yeah. No, no, you can't bail. That's that's not. We're nope. barely in. But it's boring. Fine. It'll be fine. Say something. Uh, what am I supposed to fucking say? <laughs> Jump in. There, there are always things to say. But so I, far, I have heard nothing yeah. negative about how terrible this movie is. I know. Like, I mean, they all seem to be going right along with it. Yeah, they haven't There's, said anything. Because literally I, the only reason I hate the movie is because of mom. So, in other words, your feelings are invalid. That's what I'm hearing. Am I correct? No, no, no. All feelings are valid, but they are based on Falsehoods. his experience it's, it's not in one situation. Mother. Wow! I don't think my mother. Did you hear that one? It's not that he hates the movie, it's that he hates me. Wow. Oh, angst. Wow. You see, now that he's sitting on the bed, you can't hear him because he's too far away. Uh-huh. So far, <laughs> every time Thane has ever argued with me with, about a movie... He always fails miserably. It never ha- comes to pass correctly. That's because he's trying to argue with you. Right. <laughs> you of all people. Yeah, I... I. 
and we're and we're still trying to explain the movie. We haven't gotten to the discussion part yet. We're just trying to walk everybody through the movie. Because believe it or not, there are some people who've never met your mother and haven't seen them. I can't. I don't understand why people haven't seen this film. If that's even possible, yeah. possible, I don't understand. Around for a long time for people who have never seen it, but well, and I even have seen the movie. We we have a we have a way we go about this, and right now is go through the movie, and then we have now it's timeline review. Right. Then we have discussion. You can say all the mean things afterwards, but you have to go through the boring part, quote unquote. It's legit so boring. You sit here and explain the whole movie. Yes. It's so boring oh my to God. sit here and listen to three random old people. Oh. Look what a podcast Explain what a movie is. You're grounded. He's okay. a douchebag. You're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> He called me old. Next thing well, you know, he's going to be calling me bald. Well, okay. The truth hurts. For those of you that don't know, Richard is in fact both old and bald. <laughs> 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 anyway. I feel like we've gone off the rails a little bit here. You have gone off. <laughs> being mean. They're, they're beating up on me. Sick them. Is that Yoshi? That is, I mean, just be aware, young un, that this goes becomes posted at one point. And so everything you just said to your mother is going to become very public. And I would seriously assess how you want the public to view you. Anyways, so after this, we go back to, we cut to... Jack arriving back in town, and he's got all this cool Halloween stuff. I mean, Christmas stuff. Christmas stuff. Oh my god, he like he just stole people's stuff. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, like and he does not care. I never stole. He just like, like felt that. entitled to it. Cool things and brought it back. Yeah, he just steals yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, and like nobody ever mentions Which the fact was that he like stole that little sleigh buggy. Like, whose sleigh was that? It's awesome, but and all the presents that are on that sleigh buggy thing is great. It is, and then he calls for a town meeting immediately. Immediately, immediately, immediately. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He comes through with his sleigh and a apparently a megaphone. Yes, town meeting. meeting. Town <laughs> meeting tonight. When now? Town meeting tonight. So then Sally poisons Dr. This is when Sally poisons Dr. Finkelstein again because she wants to go to the town meeting. Um, um, yep. And she, along with everybody else in town, gets absolutely mesmerized by this, this um, town meeting song that Jack has about what Christmas is all about. And the introduction of Sandy Claus, because Jack apparently doesn't know what Santa Claus is. He, doesn't he only saw his shadow. If you listen to that song, he when he starts talking about Sandy Claus, he says, so, I, so I've heard, or so I'm saying right now. Like, he right. is making shit up by the time he's explaining Santa. Sandy. Like a lobster. Sandy Claus. <laughs> yeah. Like a lobster. Huge one, red. I love when he grabs the behemoth's mouth, like tongue, oh. and just like <laughs> rips it out of his mouth, and is like, "This is what it looks like." <laughs> like, this is the color. Yes. Oh. Well, and maybe that's why he took the Christmas people's shit because in Halloween Town, he just is entitled to everything. 
Don't make me he just figured it worked the same. Whoa. Like he gets whatever. I mean, like he's the king of the town, so he can just do and that's what I mean. What I whatever yeah. he wants. So to just he's go not malicious. Take- I think that's just how he understands his world. Right. That's anyway, true. He gets what he wants. Yeah, he just takes what he wants because that's what he's used to. So he takes candy from little children? No, he didn't steal anything from Those well, were elves. First of all, no. <laughs> they were not children. not children. Elves, little children. No, not the same. Children. Elves, it's the same thing. Elves are like a thousand elves, years old. Like years. Presumably. I feel like the only bad thing he does is when he's in the kid's bedroom and he screams, what's this? And wakes the kid up. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> Super funny. It was funny. I like it when he hopping around as a snowman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then hops right out of it. What's this? Um, if you look close enough, he's so tall that, like, after his leg is in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's and amazing. Head, and his head is the fourth head of the snowman. Like, yeah. <laughs> snowman, an entire head taller. Oh god! So then we get to the Christmas song. Where do we go next? I seriously, I'm like not. Oh, we were at the town meeting, and he was yeah. trying to. We just started doing talking about what's this, but he was at town meeting trying to explain Christmas to everyone. Yeah, and they were not really getting it. And then does it go to? Um, uh, where does it go? It kind of goes to him getting lab equipment, and then it goes something. Does something's up with Jackson? I think we get days yeah. like days. No, do we go back to Sally at this point? Because Dr. Finkel Sally throws herself out the window. No, is she what I have <laughs> first eating. Oh, yeah, she gets yeah. right. I took the meeting and then she goes, she gets he drags her back, right? And then he locks her away. I was gonna say because we keep switching back and forth between Jack and Sally. He lost There's a lot of like way. smash cut uh-huh. action. It's like a basket for Jack and then throws it out the window and then she throws herself out the window. She, she, yeah, she does. Yeah. She, she explores in 2000 pieces. But you she notice the arm, the arm that came off earlier in the movie is the arm that stays sewn onto her when she jumps out the window. Oh. That's interesting. The arm that she pulls loose in the beginning of the movie is the only arm that stays on when she jumps out the window. I didn't notice that. Because that's the only one that's got the the fully secure stitches at this point. (laughs) Poor Sally. That is a handy thing to be able to do. Yeah. Just like jump out a window and stitch yourself back together. like Straight yeet yourself off something tall and be like, okay, I'm good. Right, <laughs> but yeah, uh, then we she does that. She makes Jack lunch because he never comes out of his house anymore. Yeah. Um, somewhere Sally gets near, her vision, I think here too. Yeah, because she goes behind. Me. Yeah, she does get her vision and her vision in here too of of Christmas being that. bad. Um, yeah, and then we yeah, get something's up with Jack. We also get him. No, we. No, no, we missed it. We all missed right. a small part here because he goes and gets all the um, lab the lab equipment. 
Oh, oh. right, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, and that's just the, that's what it is. He just he goes and gets the lab equipment and then stays locked in and with the lab equipment he stays locked in his in his house. That's that's when we get the something's up with Jack. Yeah, and he does a barrage of labby lab experiments. And yeah, like making he, a he, he, into a noodle. I mean he <laughs> crushes an ornament, he okay? He crushes an ornament to he see how it works. He crushes an ornament. Well he squishes a he straight up breaks the professor's little pair. What are those called? Something scopes? Um, microscope. Microscope. He microscope. Yeah, he puts the cranberry in it and he breaks it. Uh huh. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah then again, he's just allowed to do shit with stuff, so I, yeah. I don't think it's malicious. I think that's just how he functions. And, and he also um, he tries to make a snowflake, and it ends up being a spider, which even he seems. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That. He was he was all like confused. Does he have equipment back? I don't know. No, I don't think he does. Like No, I don't like at least as far as we know, we never see him return the lab equipment. anything he took. Nope. Like throughout oh. the entire movie. Well, no, he takes, he no, no, no. Back. He gives Sandy Claus back his hat. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. The fact that he flies out by Job, Jack. Yeah, we'll get to that part. Yeah, we we get a couple okay. songs kind of like back to back here because we get um the something's up with Jack song. Something's up with Jack. Something's up with. It's the whole town just being like, what's wrong? What's Jack? what's wrong with him? You know, like he hasn't come yeah. out of the house. We're worried for him. Nobody sees him anymore. Like, what's going on? This isn't like him. And then yeah. right. Right behind that one, we get the the song about Jack. Uh, basically, like figuring out Christmas, like how this has become his new obsession. He can't think of anything else. He knows all of the Christmas stories, all of the all the rhymes. He doesn't all... understand any of it. Right, he can't figure it out. He doesn't understand it, and then he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it the way I want to do it." So he decides he's just gonna take it. I don't get it. I am I'm super make, obsessed gonna, with it. Yep. I don't understand it. I'm going to take it anyways. I'm going to make it my own. And we're going <laughs> to do it. So then he grabs a string of lights. And this is the best part. At the end of the song, he grabs a string of lights, slides across the floor on his knees, wraps them around an electric chair, and turns it on. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> like, like a lunatic. Yes, yep. And and it's Great. Like a lunatic, and that I love that scene, and I don't know why. Because it's the moment where you're like, "Oh, he done lost it." Uh -huh. Yeah, he's this is the, yeah, we're gone. He gone. Uh huh. Probably Osiris. It probably is Osiris. The cats keep scratching at the door because they want to come in and out. It is Osiris. I think BB. <laughs> wants to go though. Oh, it's a ghost. Meow, 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 meow. Anyway. What are you doing, Osiris? I like chicken. I like liver. Meow mix, meow mix, please deliver. What? Serve the liquids. Did we forget a part? Or maybe if you came up here and participated. Hey, feel free to help with the timeline if you know. Oh, we did forget about the part where the mayor goes to Jack's store. But that's okay. Yes, that he has split personalities. Yeah, we have split yeah. personalities on the mayor. But that's okay. We're we're way beyond that now. 
Oh, we are way beyond it, but we get the mayor's wonderful quote where he says he's an elected official and he can't make any decisions himself. I can't make decisions by myself. Jack, answer me. And he falls down the stairs. (laughs) That shit. As an adult who now understands politics, that shit made me laugh so hard. Amazing. Oh, it's great. I was like, that was also a good line, Shin. Uh huh. But again, and we get another song right, right back to back again. Oh no, we don't get a song back to back. We get after Jack. We're going to get a barrage of them assembling or pre-assembling Christmas pageant. Look, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. This right. is Yeah, that's when we meet Lock, Jack, and Barrel. Right. This is when we meet Lock, Jack, and Barrel. Um, yeah, and, like he after, called Boogie's Boys. Boogie's Boys. The mayor is super upset at Boogie's Boys. Yeah, yes. Because they're nightmare they're children. Boogie's Boys, even though Shock is a girl. That's true. Um, Sexist movie. Um, <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, everybody, the mayor talks about how everybody, Jack has a job for everybody in town, and we just see this long line of people, and we hear the mayor screaming for Dr. Finkelstein to the front of the line, and Sally's standing in line, and he hides from her, from him. What is she going on? As she should, because she is his prisoner, and he is a nightmare. So I get it. Oh no, I totally, I get it too. Um... And like you hide girl samesies. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Dr. Finkelstein gets to the front of the line, and we get our first introduction of the flying reindeer that Dr. Finkelstein is going to make. Um apparently totally obtainable, no problem, undead reindeer. You need them to fly. Got it. Got it. Their <laughs> shall be exceedingly simple, is what he says. <laughs> <laughs> and off he goes to construct them. <laughs> off he goes. That's that. Yeah. Do we have past Lockjock and Barrel? We have not gotten past <laughs> Yes, then Lockjock and Barrel come in, and they very clearly also own the place. Yep. Yeah, but in like the anti way, like yeah. they're clearly the nightmare to come and break shit. No one can do anything about it. Um, Halloween's finest trick or treaters, boogies boys, yes. lock, shock, and barrel. Yeah, they're amazing. They are. I mean, amazing. I wouldn't want them to be my children, but they're amazing. No, they are amazing, and and Jack has a very special and specific job for them. And he leans down to whisper to them what it is. And we, we hone up on the mayor at this point in time. And the mayor mayor tries to sneak and listen in on the conversation with his little microphone, megaphone there. Yeah. <laughs> that he just has always. And, and you and he can't hear anything. And if you want, like his spider's missing from his from his little his like his little bow tie spider there. Yes. And the spider is in the megaphone and it pulls, goes to pull it out and it bites him. And then it starts like cussing at him for trying to listen <laughs> in. Like, this is the best 10 seconds ever. And like, he just smacks it. Yep. Then he such smacks a fun it. side character. He's so good. The mayor. The mayor's great. I love the mayor. 
So then he sends Boogie's boys off and we get we get the the kids um Sandy Claus song which that Mr. Sandy Claus? Mr. Sandy Claus, that's Thane's favorite song. Because it's amazing. Isn't that Mr. Sandy Claus? I wanna do it. Let's draw straws. Jack said we should work together. Three of a kind. Now and forever. La 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 la. <laughs> it's it is really the shining achievement of this movie. Like it really is a it's a great song. It's so fucking fun. It is. It's a good song. And we kind of get our first introduction to Oogie Boogie as well. Like, I mean, we see him in the intro because we get him in the shadow of the moon at night. Yep. But we don't really see him either because we get so many characters in the beginning of that in that beginning song. We don't really know who he is. Right, we don't really know. Yeah. You know, he could just be another one of the townspeople and we could care less about him. But it's just this, around for right, sure. this is where we kind of figure out that the shadow of the moon at night is Oogie Boogie, and he's, he's the main antagonist, right? He's the bad guy, yeah. Well, and a lock, shock, and barrel kind of suggest, don't they? Because they're like, Jack said, don't do it, but we like to stay on Oogie Boogie's good side, like, they're clearly Boogie's favorites, they're his right. little henchmen. Sends them, he expects them to do things. Right. Stay on his good side. Yeah, because Jack says, You leave Oogie out of this. And they're like, Okay, whatever you say, Jack. And they've got their fingers crossed behind straight their back. Up lie. Yep, they straight up lie to him. They and then they go back and they're like, Oh yeah, we're totally gonna give him to give him to Oogie Boogie because straight that's great to Oogie Boogie. Yep. And we have no problems with it. That We're fine with cockroach. it. My favorite thing about that song, though, is like when they first trap the cockroach, when they're like, we're going to set a trap and wait for him. If oh, you listen, if you listen, when that cockroach first gets put in the trap, when Shock goes and takes the axe and like swings the axe and cuts it through the rope and the trap closes, if you listen to the cockroach, it goes, oh! Does it really? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yep. Oh, poor little cockroach. Because <laughs> it ends up super dead. Yep, it does. So then they, Dude, climb, into, they climb into the bathtub and they wild. head off towards... Walking bathtub. Yeah. I love that bathtub. They head off towards the circle of holiday doors, I would assume. Holiday trees? Yeah, the festive yeah. holiday tree forest. Yep. Yeah, and they go and get of, of Narnia. It's the in between space in the in the nef magician's nephew. Yeah, it is the in between space. Yep. And then we go back to back to Jack, and he actually ends up with Sally here. And Sally is trying to explain to Jack that she had this this vision, and Christmas is going to go horribly wrong and he needs you know he needs to listen that he can't do this this is not okay yeah, because her job was right i'm going there so and jack busy. is all like i need you to to to, to make my suit and nothing's gonna go wrong like who else am i gonna trust to do this sally like you're the best i need you to do it and then oogie's boys show back up with like instantly they're like jack jack we caught him and they let out None other than the Easter Bunny. He's <laughs> a fucking Easter, and the, he's pink. He's pink. It's pink. He's pink. Yep. Oh. And the behemoth is the best part of the Bunny. Yeah. 
That was amazing. Poor Easter Bunny. And I love Jack too, because the entire time Jack is like super mad, does the 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 what's supposed to be the big terrifying face and scares even Oogie's kids there, Oogie's boys, and then turns around and stands up and is like, I am so sorry, Mr. Bunny. I will to get you home. We're we're terrible. Yeah, like we're so sorry for this inconvenience, and then turns back and is like, <laughs> take him the fuck home right now. Like <laughs> Like I just I love okay. that scene too. Like it's it's so it yep. Ah, oh, and then and then we don't see Oogie's boys for a while. Mm -mm. And then they go off again to try again because they yep. done fucked it up. Yes, they do. And then we get the making Christmas song, and we kind of get like a montage here of making Christmas where well, like a whole month goes by. We go right, we like skip right over Thanksgiving. A whole month goes by. They redecorate the whole town. It's all Halloweeny themed, but it's Christmas themed. Like I really, it's like a it's Christmas. It's Halloween with Christmas as a theme. Like they yeah. do not understand yeah, what they're supposed to be doing. Christmas. It's, it's Halloween. 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 It's a really good blend of both holidays, though. But they recreate the entire town. To represent Christmas, like they got the garland. It's clever up how they brought presents. They've cut to Christmas Town as well. They're them setting up yeah. Christmas as well. Yep, they do. They do cut scenes back and forth of both towns getting ready for Christmas. Stocking shelters. Just saying. Of the dude getting swallowed by the giant snake. Yeah, I love that giant snake. That is cute. That's yep. fun. Yeah, the whole... Just because I'm a snake owner, there was part of me that just sat there and was like, oh, he was hungry. Yeah, right? <laughs> that whole little montage, though, that cuts that, cuts that entire month like out, that shows us both Christmas Town and Halloween Town and both towns getting ready for like Christmas Eve and getting ready to go, and we get the 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 scene where Dr. Finkelstein is all excited because he he's created undead life. It's um, alive! Oh, and yeah. he's all happy because, you know, he's he's managed to make these undead reindeer fly and and you know, new zombie like, wife and his yeah. likeness. And he's now polishing the skull that's just like him and <laughs> so, so weird. All very upsetting. Ugh. and so much fun so much fun but yes then we then we get to christmas eve and the mayor we basically skipped like the mayor who has this really really long like oh my god my brain just stopped I guess they call it a monologue pep talk. Yeah, pep talk. It's like coaching anyway. And there's each, do we each maybe they bring back what? Santa yet? No, they haven't because he starts No, have they? Yeah. Yeah, they would bring they back have Santa. would we have reached that part? No, kind of. Maybe all at the end of the Christmas. At the end of the song, the kids kidnap him. Yeah, because I think we're cutting back and forth between them, yeah. their Halloween Christmas, and then real Christmas getting ready. 
And then someone knocks on Santa's door and the flip back and forth, we stop in Christmas town and someone knocks and it's those three horrible little children fully kidnap Santa from his home. Because they're like, trick or treat. And Santa's like, I don't get it. Yeah, he's just like checking off his naughty and nice list and shit. They're like, trick or treat. And he's like, what? And you watch in the background, Mrs. Claus puts an entire freaking pie in a in a box for him, like a lunch box for him. <laughs> Listen, everybody should have a pie. <laughs> Everyone should have a pie. Anyway. It's great. Like an entire freaking pie just goes into the lunch box. Like it's just, it's just in Casey's. That's a good wife right there. <laughs> Uh, but then we like cut back to Jack, who's like freaking out over his outfit. He's like, "Something's not right. I got the beard. Something's missing. Something's missing. Right." And then the kids are like, "Jack, Jack, Jack! This time we bagged him." And it's and they did. <laughs> Unfortunately, he out. Right. And then and he's like, "Oh yeah, the hat." Yep. And like an asshole, just takes Santa's hat. Uh-huh. And doesn't know he's being an asshole, has no concept of boundaries. He's just like, oh, yeah. Uh, thanks. Yep. Enjoy like, your oh, vacation. Yeah, right here. We're going to give you a vacation this year. Have fun. Good night. You didn't ask for it. Don't want. Right. <laughs> and then Sally realizes that this is like, this is going to happen. So she goes back to the house, grabs a, bu- a big old jug of fog juice. But she's got all kinds of fun little potions Allie and shit, doesn't like she? Best witch ever. Like a necromancer. Kinda is. Not a necromancer. She doesn't raise the dead. She's a witch. Necromancer? No, the professor would be a necromancer. Yeah, the professor's a necromancer. Dr. Finkelstein. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to. Anyways, so she goes and gets the fog juice, and as the now the mayor's starting his speech, and as he's starting his speech, she dumps it all into the fountain. And they all get upset because they're going Christmas and they can't do Christmas now because the fog. And we get our little pull from the Christmas story or whatever. Where's the fog? Oh no, Christmas is over. And then we get Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because we get Zero the the orange orange pumpkin-nosed ghost. Pumpkin-nosed ghost dog? Zero the pumpkin-nosed ghost dog. Yeah, it tracks. We're good. All right, we're good. Um, and he goes to the the head of the team, Zero, and they're off. Yeah. Onward. Onward. And they're off into the sky, and they're going to go bring Christmas. No. It's fun, and it's cute, and Sally is mortified <laughs> and worried. Yep, she is so upset. She tried everything in her power to stop it, and she is just super upset. I think we even get a song. I think she sings a song about how upset she is about it and what will happen to what will become of her friend. She's right. She goes she down. She does. She sings a whole song. Yep. It's sad. It is sad. And we also get Oogie Boogie's song here. Yeah. It's a weirdly sex- sensual song. He is. I don't like Boogie. I mean, I like Boogie, but I don't like Boogie. All the same. I love his character, but he makes me very uncomfortable. Same. I feel like <laughs> all of his stuff is like blacklight. Music's great. He's my uh, favorite character. <laughs> I'm like, really? I, 
I think it's because this time when I watched it, Sally uses her leg to distract him, and and the situation for, again from a re viewing as an adult after not watching this for a while and not really watching it for a while, I was like, oh no, is <laughs> very happy about that leg. <laughs> oh dear. Uh huh. But just they didn't pick up anyway. In Tim Burton's defense, you know, and everybody involves defense, they could have gone about him being all over Sally's leg in so many different ways, and they chose to have him take off her shoe and tickle her foot. Which was hilarious and also right. weird, but I think that was the purpose. The purpose was for it to be like, for a, when you watch it as an adult, you're like, oh, I get it. But as a kid, you're like, haha, tickling is funny. Right. That's totally it it works. It works great. Yep. It was weird. <laughs> Oogie Boogie's weird. Uh -huh. no, Quentin Tarantino approves of this film. Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> be liking them feet. Oh boy. Okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. Song. <laughs> Oogie Boogie's song, which is all it is. It's a good song. I like all of the, the black light stuff, like it's good. It is good. It is fun. The like the casino royale vibe is yeah. very fun. The lyrics are fun. It's a good it's a good time. Uh-huh. It is. I like it. I don't want Amazon. He is apparently like the next guy down from Jack. It seems like he's in some forms like Jack's polar polar opposite. Yeah. Who? Boogie. Oh. He's the yeah. boogie woogie man. Anyway. He's got some sort of sway. He certainly does. Whether it's good sway or not, he has some sort of sway. He's the yin to Jack's yang, yeah. if that works in this. Uh-huh. I don't know, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's great ass song. <laughs> Jack proceeds to um, traumatize an entire town. Yep. He does. We go back to Jack, who is giving presents. Yep. He is. He's giving presents and he's doing he's doing the best that he can. And it's the citizens fireplace. The, the the people of the town do not appreciate Jack at all. No, <laughs> I'm no sorry. That wreath <laughs> that he leaves on that lady's door. It was amazing. cool looking, though. It was cool looking. It was awesome. You know, it probably and, I mean, the snake just wanted to eat the tree. It's just you know, hungry. The snake could have done so many worse things, and it ate the tree. I mean, it's not even that bad. <laughs> Vegan snake? That's fine. Out of everything in the house, he eats the tree. Yeah. I think yeah. the reason they did that is because, you know, it's supposed to be like a children's movie, so instead of, you know, showing that the snake you couldn't have it eat a child. Family. It just tells you the tree fed. Yeah. Yep. Little Timmy, no. That's disappointing. <laughs> like fully wanted to watch a child get eaten. I do like the fact that the Jack in the Box is facing the little the little I don't even know what to call it, little ham bone child there, and he's just is so funny. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I Super surprised that, you know, I know the toys are supposed to be scary because we expected wholesome Santa toys, 
but that floating vampire that oh, thing. Oh, he was so cool. Yeah, I would love that shit. And what the little shit, duck, I love that. The duck was awesome. Duck was great. I don't know what he was gonna do, but he was great. You know, I don't know what he was gonna do either, yeah. but he like had bullet holes in him and was awesome. You guys are weird. He was so cute. I mean, I think these kids might have been being a little bit dramatic boys. Although I do have to admit, the kid that got the the shrunken head in the box, I'll give him a pass. Pass. Because you know, he's just, that that's a little traumatizing. But he gets a pass. I mean, I don't know what you're gonna do with a shrunken head in a box. That's that's a little weird. I mean, <laughs> she gave him a photo head. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack thinks he's doing such a good job. He's like, "Thanks, everybody. Enjoy your night. You're welcome." He entirely thinks when they're shooting at him that they're celebrating him. He America does. entirely behaves. I also liked the realistic premise of this movie where they fully just call the military. They don't ask no. questions. They don't like go ask more people account. They're just like, send in the U.S. Army, shoot the shit down. America. <laughs> they do. America. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But no, you know, they just they completely like zero to one hundred that shit. Yeah, and I was surprised. I, I I entirely forgot that they actually like they call the army and they shoot Jack out of the sky. Yeah, like, fuck. And I I like too that you know like when Jack finally figures it out because he's like all excited and you know and he's like he drops his voice a little bit and he's like careful you're trying to hit us and then when he realizes they're actually hitting like trying to hit them his voice like hicks up an octave and he's like zero like we're in trouble like he automatically calls for zero and is like I don't know what to do anymore you know like yeah he he does have a real genuine moment of fear and confusion and realization that his his efforts are not welcome. Yep. Yep. And then we get the the poor Jack song, which is is my favorite song of the movie. And he kind of like realizes, like, I I I fucked up. Like, oops. I gotta I gotta fix this. Like, how do I fix this? And how do I fix it now? You know. <sighs> So. Yeah, he does have a little moment at the end, though, where he's like, you know what, I did my, this is what I was talking about, this is the song I yeah. was talking about, where he's like, even though I fully released a bunch of homicidal toys and got the army call on me and kidnapped Santa, I did my best. And you know right. what, good for me. And I was like, well, now wait a minute, sir. Hold no, on. No, no. <laughs> but think about the message there, though, too, at the same time. Like, I mean, if you, if. If you take out the best, fact, even if you fail, that's true. right. Yeah, and that's that's. I mean, like, yeah, okay. Let's take out the fact that he just totally ruined everybody's night, and let's like look at the message. It's like you did your best, you failed, but you still did your best, and that's all that you can take away from this. It's like you did your best, you tried, good job. Like it's honestly well, and, a really heartfelt message. The problem yeah, is Jack's best was lighting a town on fire and causing a whole bunch of mayhem. I mean, the oopsie was a pretty big oopsie, right? Like that, it, I mean. He put a homicidal floating weird vampire thing inside of someone's house. How he probably definitely caused the deaths of a couple children. 
<laughs> I mean that doll, that that tree wreath, or the wreath there probably caused a lot of problems. I mean, <laughs> so shit. I but mean, I'm not, I'm also using his actions. I'm just saying the message is a good message. The message is a good message, and I would say the message to like try something, fail at it, and then be like, you know what? I know what I'm good at now, and I know what I. I'm going to go do, and I'm going to go do it, and I'm going to be the best at it because I know I'm the best at it. And it's, yeah. he very much embraces himself afterward. And there's something yeah, I, to be spoken for there. For sure. Yeah, I took a chance. I did my best. I wasn't good at it. I know what I'm good at. I'm going to go back to what I'm good at. Like, and that's okay. He did get some clarity and he yeah. got to have some. But no, I, I just, I love that entire song. Like, it's such a good song. It is a good one. It's very heartfelt. And there is a couple, like, besides that one part where I was like, now, wait a minute. There's, <laughs> you know, it's very much like with Sally's song. I was like, oh. Yeah. Good job anyway. And then he was like, oh, well. And I was like, oh, no, wait, though. <laughs> right, but again, that comes. be okay with it. But again, comes in the whole, you know, if he's king and he's used to being able to do whatever he wants and gets away with it. That is a very royal it. attitude, yeah. though, too. Is like, well, I did my best. All right. All right. That that song, that attitude makes sense. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Reestablish. Okay. He takes his hot that hat. That's what I'm saying. Like, he thinks he can pretty much have anything he wants. So taking Santa's hat is like doing nothing to him, honestly. Yeah. So it has like, been throughout the entire movie. Like taking all the Christmas stuff, um, taking Santa's hat. It does seem to be his running, like the one negative personality trait he has is this, this a little bit, this sense of entitlement. Um, oh, yeah. But it does get redirected by the end. But there is this running gag of Jack in his sense of entitlement. It becomes very funny once you see it. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like, but he makes. He makes a really good effort to get back in time to try yeah. to fix Christmas. Like he he wants to fix Christmas. He's gonna go save Santa and kick mm -hmm. Oogie's ass. Oh yeah. Right. That's when. That's when we actually. Yeah. Unstitches. Yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah, we did because that's when we talked about her foot being. Or her leg being off. Oh, I brought it up. I had that li my little yada yada moment. But we'll bring it up again. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, that's just when it gets brought up. Yeah. When she oh, tried yeah, to Sally, Sally tried to go save Santa first while Jack was having his revelation. Right. She uses her leg as a in distraction. Her, and and I laughed in an uncomfortable way. <laughs> right. And she uses her hands to try to get him out of there and they get caught. Yeah, they do. Little snake eyes and hits him. He's like, 11. Right. No, that happens yeah. now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That that scene happens now. Because as Sally's screaming, we go back to Jack, and he's like, oh, shit, that's what's going on. My girlfriend gonna die. Friend, by this friend. point. It's friend. Friend. Anyway. friend. It's Not girlfriend. Right now. Right. It's friend. And that's the other thing it I like about scary. this movie. Even though Sally's like got a thing for Jack the entire movie, there's like no real romance in it. Until like the end. Until like the very end. But it's also very consensual because Jack says, if you don't mind, I'd like to stand by your side. And Sally's like, okay, 
I'm okay with they that. They still call each other friends, which right. I thought was very sweet. Very sweet. We should be your friend. Right. Anyways, we go back to Oogie, and he's got Sally and Santa on this, like, platform that he can jack up and drop into this bubbling cauldron of what he's gonna cook them i guess eat them yeah because he talks about how he's gonna have dinner and it's gonna be fun and for him and i don't like it (laughs) i don't either it's kind of disturbing um like like think about it so he says he's gonna have dinner but isn't he gonna eat both of them? But Sally's made a leaf, so is he just gonna like crush up the leaves and eat them? Like it's a salad. It is a salad because you remember too. <laughs> full of dead bu- It's full of. He's bugs. made of bugs. So what do bugs eat? Salads. Salad. Sorry. Um. But yeah, he 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 talks about how one one more roll of the dice ought to do it, and then he rolls snake eyes, and he gets upset, and he slams his hand on it. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> and Sally starts screaming, and then we pan out to Jack, who hears this, and he comes down the um the rope into, and you actually look in the background, you can see Jack slip through the window. And like cut out of the view behind Oogie. You do see him ninja in if you're yeah. paying attention. If you're paying attention, you can see him cut in. I did see that. It was very funny. Like a spider. It is kind of cool. And then he goes, Oogie goes to like pull the lever the final time and drop Sally and Santa into the vat of bubbling green, whatever. Yellow. What's a yellow? Green, yellow, whatever. I lava, but I don't think it was fully nice. thought you just said jello. I'm sorry. But yeah. Whatever. whatever. Boiling jello? Yeah, boiling jello. It could have been boiling uh, jello. It turned them into jello molds. It's made of people! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the, the yelling stops and there's no splash, and Oogie's like, "What the fuck?" And this, I really like this scene too because he pulls the pulls the um the yeah, platform he does. down, and who's sitting on there but Jack? And he's like, "Hello, Oogie," and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Like he is immediately <laughs> terrified, like because Jack's supposed to be dead. Well, the mayor did drive around very hey. melodramatically. <laughs> Yeah, Gellington Jack has been This is terrible, terrible. <laughs> so then we get the the big final fight scene, which I think is actually really cool. Also very fun. Like probably, I mean, they did good with the final big scene. It was a good one. Yeah, I like it. To watch, it must have been so much fucking work. Oh, I bet. Especially with how fast some of those movements are. Like, Jack flips around and they're really fast. That must have been hard. <sighs> the blades. What about you, Richard? You must be upset since your favorite character, you know, like, gets ripped apart. I mean, it's a Threaded? sad moment. It's a sad <laughs> <laughs> What more do I have on that? <laughs> <laughs> It's and I was like, like, my bugs, my bugs. My At the end bugs. of the day, I still have the popcorn like, tin. 
from Disney with him perfect and sound. Yeah. Oh, Oogie Boogie. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's, it's kind of like has it starts his own demise because he's up on the like scrambler part with the loose string and Jack manages to grab it and pull it into the, the scrambler and it rips his whole whole burlap sack off and the bugs just fall apart like he literally made yeah, you suddenly discovered he is not actually one being but a burlap sack full of bugs. bugs. Yeah. You see Jack's face kind of go. Yeah, and even Jack is like, that's disgusting. Like <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is great. Like the, the pumpkin king yeah. who is supposed to be like the big scary, the biggest scariest thing on the planet, not afraid of anything, is like that's gross. Like <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and and then we get Santa and, and Sally, well, more Santa than Sally, but Santa comes out and is like, you fucked up your night, Jack. Like, next time you have an idea, don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> next time you want to mess somebody's holiday up, just stay in your lane. Right? <laughs> it's a very nice way of telling him to fuck off. <laughs> Pretty much. And Jack's like, you're right. I'm sorry. Here's your hat back. Can you fix my mess? And Santa's like, uh, yeah, I can, because I'm Santa. Like a fucking Santa, bitch. You're right? <laughs> like, okay. And he proceeds to fix Jack's mess. Yep. Yep. Santa's been spotted and the children stop crying. I love that as much as they were fully, like, shoot the random being out of the sky we're also equally as welcoming to the Santa's missing. You know, it's like the military believes in Santa. Holy shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like they were concerned about it and shit. I love to get all of the quick, the quick town clips of Santa exchanging all of the presents that Jack gave out for like. Yeah, he fixes them. <laughs> Those were the best gifts. They were. The voodoo kid got a puppy and that was awesome. The severed head in a box, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a drunken head. Mm. And of like, course, look, mom. <laughs> I, I still love the fact that Jack's sleigh is a coffin. I just love it. Yeah, that was good. Cauldron to hold all the presents, like. Uh, on top of on top of my TV, I actually have a ornament from Hallmark with Jack in the coffin, dressed as Santa, delivering, and it's adorable. That's oh, that's so good. How have I not seen that? I don't that's... know. Is like, is that it? Did we reach the end? No, not quite yet. Because oh, okay. then we go back to Halloween Town, and it starts snowing, and everybody's freaking out because they don't know what snow oh, that's is. That's right. And the vampires are playing hockey, which if they don't know what snow is, how are they playing hockey? How do they know what hockey is? Yeah. But they're playing. Well, I guess there is like. I, we used they're, to play using, they're using a pumpkin as a hockey puck. <laughs> um, Inefficient. And the the swamp monster and I think the werewolf are making snow angels and a couple other people, like everybody in town is like, they're throwing snowballs because one of them hits Jack in the face with a snowball. Um, they all got, get to kind of experience that, that spirit of Christmas. Right. In a genuine and way. Santa flies overhead and yells, Happy Halloween, and Jack waves back and yells, Merry Christmas. Um, 
And then Sally goes out to our favorite spiral hillside in the graveyard. That's right. And she has herself some Sally time. Yep, she does have herself some Sally time. And this is where we get Jack. Jack follows her out there. And this is where he he asks, you know, this is where we get the small song of him asking, you know, permission to basically be like, hey, you know, like, I'm sorry, I never noticed it before. Um, but I would, if, if you're cool with it, like, I'd really like to be your boyfriend, you know, like, you're my best friend, I, I'm sorry it's taking me so long to realize it, and I'd like to be your, you know, your boyfriend, if you're okay with that, and Sally's like, you're my best friend too, and I am more than okay with that, come here and kiss me, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah. And, and they lived he, happily ever after. They did, and consent is everything, and I am really, really happy about that. Consent is everything. And one of the things that I really enjoy about Sally and Jack's relationship is there is an earned arc. Like Sally does have his best intentions involved, but does not necessarily try to change him or force him or stop him. She lets him have his experience. Yeah. And he apologizes for not noticing that she had his best intentions. Yeah, she does. It was there. And I think it's it's great, and it makes me very happy. It's one of the few, I think, like, kid movies with a romance involved where I've been like, no, that's an appropriate way to start a relationship. I love it. I love you. Yeah. Plus, we know if he pisses her off that she has frog breath and she'll just poison his ass. And also, she has a solid history of poison. I think that, oh. that movie is a lot better than, you know, like, Beauty and the Beast. Story in Twilight. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> It's like better than Beauty and the Beast because Beauty and the Beast is like. Listen, you know, Stockholm Syndrome is a thing. Beast, now the road. Okay. <laughs> Just because he gave her books. Yeah. is a thing. Hey, can we not throw my goose ball around? Yeah, no, I totally agree. It very much like Beauty and the Beast. It is much more, I think, without people really even realizing how much so, it is a much more progressive, like happily ever after, quote unquote, ending than we normally get in 90s cartoons with a romance ending yeah the the romance is usually so much bigger you know and this one is much more laid back like it's there at the end you you're totally getting it but it's not very much in the back seat yeah it's very in the back seat like it's very minimal like if, it, if and it's almost like if it wasn't for the fact that you actually like see them kiss at the very end of the movie, like if they just hugged, you wouldn't even like you could totally get away with it. If it's just okay, they're just friends and they're hugging. Like you could, totally- you could have made them best friends for eternity or whatever because they both live right. in Halloween Town or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. don't get me wrong, I, I I highly enjoy the like. I'm really glad that there's that that romance piece at the end of it. But if you had just had them hugged at the end and just been like, yeah, okay, we're going to be best friends and like happily live, like, like live ever after this way, I would have been okay with that too. That's the first time I've heard my mother say, I enjoy romance. I enjoy romance. Oh, full. I like it when it's subtle and flat. I don't like it when it's over the top and in your face. I was going to say, your mom doesn't like like romantic comedies and stuff that follow the pretty woman formula. She's yeah. right to hate that formula because it's garbage. It is garbage. Richard. What? How do you feel about that? <laughs> How do you feel about the Bechtel test, Richard? Bechtel bar? What is it? 
No, no the no, Bechdel no. test. It's the thing in a movie that determines I, if a female character is independent. A I, romantic movie. I don't know how I feel about that. Anyways, that's the movie. I just <laughs> don't know how I feel about that. It took a terrible <laughs> turn. Now we can do some discussion stuff. Anyway, yeah, happily, I do enjoy that about the romance. I think the romance is good and, like, super appropriate for a kid movie. Um, all right, so final thoughts anyway. Obviously, we've all seen this to the point of memorizing it. Yes. Uh, all of us, my, my two children uh, included. I, I know, like, half of it. <laughs> roughly okay yeah, so not like all of it. so my question for for my boys is that if you take out the fact that i've made you watch it to eternity and back and you hate it because of that back what's your favorite part of this movie oh probably oogie boogie rolling the dice oogie boogie because he's like if he rolls the dice he's like snake guys no slams you <laughs> <laughs> Lock, shock, and barrel. Lock, shock, and barrel. Those are probably that. Did every scene that they have is probably my favorite because they have my favorite song in the movie. They're three demonic little kids, which makes it even better. Like appropriate, you know, like, yeah. And the fact that barrel's <laughs> the stupid one, and then lock and shock are just there to like piece them together. Poor barrel. <laughs> to just make sure he gets through the day. of um Shenzi, Benzi, and Ed from The Lion King. Oh, it is I very... Yes. Yeah, I see that. Remind me of Ed, Ed, Ed. Ed, Ed, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I like, miss that too. Lock is Ed with one D. Wait, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Barrel is Ed. Ed. Um, Shock... Is, is double D is double D, and then Eddie is is lock um, is lock. Yep, for sure. Yeah, that's I say that tracks. I agree for sure. Because Ed is definitely there. Oh god. So if with all those things established, what would be your least? If there was something you could skip over or even take out of this movie, what would you remove? You can only pick one thing. Oh, for Thane and Riddick. That'd oh. probably be watching it with me. Honestly. Well, I mean... <laughs> oh, it has to be in the movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just, like, control-alt-delete your mother. <laughs> Shit, don't work that way. You did the smart house. The one thing you could remove from the movie... Hard because the movie's good. Tommy's like Doctor Fingers sounding like making a second moment. Wait a second, I I couldn't really yeah. hear him. Can yeah, you no, say that again? So Can you you need to come sit up closer because you're far away. We need your opinion. Want your opinion? Hold on, we don't need it. Need that or like? You need to speak that, up. We there's can't nothing hear to you. take out of the movie. Okay, but what did you say a second ago? Yeah, but I said like if Doctor Finkelstein didn't make a second woman, it's like I he, did. I I did hear you say that, and I do kind of appreciate that answer because I thought that before was before that. Weird you said something about the movie. No, that's that's what he said. No, no, no. Before that, he said the movie was perfect. No, he said no, there no, wouldn't be much he'd take out of it. Yeah. Except for Doctor Finkelstein making his his own face on his new girlfriend, yeah, or new girlfriend at all, which is super I, weird. I agree. 
It is like it, I feel like Dr. Freaking bizarre. He's Listen, just self-love is a thing. Narcissism in practice. At least he won't try to kill himself. Oh god. He's definitely my least favorite part about the movie. Because he I like him fucking creepy. His mouth is real weird. Yeah, he's missing like all of his teeth as well. He's got like a dog mouth. When Sally Sally escapes and he's like, Sally, you can come out now if you promise. Again. And he smashes yeah, he smashes the lantern and he's like, gone again, and he smashes the lantern. If you watch his lip quivers. <laughs> like waves. Yep. <laughs> it's super fucking weird. <laughs> I love the fact that the movie is pretty basically all villains. There's no real good guy. And you have different levels of bad guys, but they're all pretty bad. Even yeah. Jack. Like Even Jack Sally. doesn't Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like you That's you look it. at it, there is no good character. And yep. when you, then you see you even see Santa get pissed off. So it's like I, I I enjoy I enjoy the fact that it's all villains and it's just which villain is the worst. It's literally the yep. only good people in the movie is exactly what they said. It's like the only good people is the elves. The elves. They're just there doing their job too. Because they legit just don't do anything. They just sit there and do their job. I don't know. That snake. He was just hungry and wanted a snack and he decided he wanted to get fiber in his diet. <laughs> That was the thing you liked about the movie. Would you, is there anything, if you had to remove one thing, what would you remove, Richard? Um, I, I've never disliked the film. So I don't know that there's ever anything I felt that should have been removed. Um, I, I've never had that thought process. I, I, if anything, it should be longer. <laughs> You're like, I want more. I need yeah. more. It's like, I, like, I, I didn't get to see this movie as a kid. So I, I had to see it as an adult and I've just been mesmerized ab uh, about it. I mean, it did make me go and start looking up all of the, the rest of Tim Burton's work. Um, it's very fun to watch. I mean, I will say that I wish, I wished that they had done some sort of a sequel, but I get why they haven't. I mean, I even went up and looked up Tim. I Burton's would argue poems. Corpse Bride is the sequel. Ish. I mean, I went in hoping a for a sequel. I mean, <laughs> they're different characters. They are completely different characters, but there's also that that unconfirmed theory that Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, and Frankenweenie are the tale of a boy and his dog just told out of order. Well, that's why I was saying, it's like, terrible. Corpse Bride maybe could be the prequel, because it could just be before, like, say, I don't know, later that that's his face, who I can't remember right now, became Jack. And how I don't know why or what rules would make that happen. But Frankie Winnie was such a good movie. That was. That was cute. None of that well, makes I, sense, but I, I guess do it like comes that back idea. to like when you asked me about the Bechdel test, where I can't 
I've always gone into a movie where I want to see what the director's thoughts were that created the film. I don't want to look to see if there's correct representation in a film. I want to, I want to see what the director thought. Sometimes there just isn't room for everybody under the sun to be in a specific movie. So I've always been very hesitant to like necessarily describe that. I'm, I go because I want to see what was on paper and what they thought, not what society thinks the movie should be. Well, and when I say, I just, like, hypothetically, if you could pick a least favorite scene, that would not affect you if it do without. But I get that you'd, like, I want all of it and maybe even more. That's, well, that's fine. I just, I mean, I would love, I would love more of the trees to be opened up. I would love to see a whole world created from that. Yeah. That would be fun. You know, I I mean, I, I always felt like there should be more. I didn't, I've never felt like, oh my God, that scene shouldn't be in there. What was it doing there? It bores, the movie's never been boring to me. It never hasn't excited me. Same. Yeah, I don't, there's, there's, I don't, the, the, when the end credits roll, that's, that's when I, what, that, that. <laughs> this is weird. That's, that's where I get it. Move the end credits. And add something else. (laughs) (laughs) Extra bonus scenes. Okay, right on. That was that's the well. What's that? What's that thing you linked me a couple weeks ago, Richard? About the book that they're coming out with? Oh, the new sequel. Yeah, yeah. They're they're writing a sequel in um, young adult book form. It comes out. Oh, is it this year or next year? I don't know. I guess I remember you... I sent you the article because I was excited about it. I know, and I got super excited about it too. I read the article. Raid's completely canceled. Raid's completely canceled. Yes. Oh, I found that out a few minutes ago. Actually, yeah, no, I, I I found that out just a second ago. So, the, a thing from work popped up because they they were driving oh. the cars in the parade. Uh... Um, I'm very confused, but okay. Yep, carry on. But um, but yeah, that that book sequel, I it, it kind of gives you. I mean, Tim Burton isn't signed on to. He's never been open to creating a sequel, although it's not really his film. Um, it, it's, it's just depends on who you ask. Well, his poem is is it's his story, but he he didn't direct it, and he definitely doesn't own necessarily the rights to the sequels. So Disney could launch something without him, but I feel like yeah, they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. I was going to say, but the Tim Burton brand itself is a very specific There's image. a lot of people that think that that movie is Tim Burton. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's not. It's not. Didn't participate in it at all? He's the writer of the poem. Uh, it, he wrote the poem story, so he participated in the story writing. But Did he draw any images with the poem? Uh, I don't know. I have. To, I think he did. Because it is very like all his characters look very similar, so it's mm-hmm. surprising to me since it looks like very much his art that they didn't at least go off a model. Um, there was some conflict. There, it. there is a um, special currently up on Disney Plus too. Called, it's called Prop, Prop something, Prop, Prop Effects, Prop Magic, Prop something. It's hosted by Josh Gad. Oh, so you absolutely love it. 
Yeah. <gasps> but um, either way, they go and they look at the behind the scenes and they actually talk to the director of the film. Oh. Well, cool. I'll go down. I'll watch that. I yeah, love the Okay, so the pro the sequel is supposed to be released in July of 2022 for a Nightmare Before Christmas sequel book. Uh, mm. It's coming out from Disney Publishing. And it's called Long Live the Pumpkin Queen. And it's going to be oh. by Shay Earnshaw. Okay. Okay, so there's that. Now let's go and look up the other query. Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, sometimes I mean, I think that, like, Jack Skellington, like, barreled his costume is based off, like, Jack Skellington, because if you look at it. All right. The Nightmare Before oh. Christmas is a 1993 American stop-motion animated musical dark fantasy comedy film directed by Henry Selick in his feature dictor- directorial purview. It was produced and conceived by Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, he, Tim so Burton he wrote produced the original. It, he would have had to put money into it, right? Um. Yeah, but chances are Disney has the rights to it, because just like they do with Vincent and... Um, Nightmare Before Christmas originated as a poem written by Burton in 82 when he was working as an animator at Walt Disney Productions. With the success of Vincent in the same year, Burton began to consider developing Nightmare Before Christmas as a short film. But to no avail over the years, Burton's thoughts regularly returned to the project. In 1990, he made a development deal with Walt Disney Studios. Production started in 91. Disney initially released the film through Touchstone Pictures because they believed it would be too dark and scary for kids. The film met with both critical and financial um, success. There's an art book. The Art of Tim Burton. I'm trying to see if I can get some pictures from it. And if you go, there is a couple of like books that have been written with the original poem where they put Tim Burton's conceptual art in it that's right. why i hesitated when she asked that because i know that that exists uh, oh. of course i have his original poem too because it's part of that little oyster boy book i have mm-hmm. let's see who owns the rights i wonder if i can find that because i'm curious i, I kind of want to know I feel like you're right about it not being Tim Burton, but I feel like it was because there was turbulence over his amount of control. Yeah, I did. Like, I know there is some grief around this movie. I mean, he still Tim works Burton, for but I don't know what it was. He goes back and... Oh, uh, it's a Walt Disney Pictures own movie since, nine, since its 3D reissue. Oh, Okay, that's super interesting. Interesting. So Disney does own all rights to it now. Currently. So that means they could create a sequel without Tim's blessing. The way they did with Alice Through the Looking Glass. You know, Mm -hmm. they... That was a simply terrible film. I mean, it's a shame. It was a film. But once they release a book, if the book has any kind of popular... Look what happened with Hocus Pocus 2. The book that book took off, sold quite a lot... And now we do get a movie from it. So 
I'm assuming if they were smart, they would offer Tim to be part of it first. But Tim isn't known for doing sequels. Right. He's a one and done kind of guy. It's like the creative muse hits him, he does it, and then it's over. I yeah, mean, and then even he... Batman Returns isn't really his. He produced, he didn't direct or write. <laughs> yeah, I I would really more call that like Batman Tim Burton themed Batman. <laughs> Sounds right. good. Fun I mean, to the, watch. The first really. Batman is his, but yeah, the second one not. Right. So there's lots of information you never really wanted to know, but Nightmare is worth it. <laughs> now we know. Regardless, it's a wonderful movie, and it's a very aesthetically pleasing. And seriously, like the work that goes into this kind of animation is really, if nothing else, you just kind of have to be stupefied with how well mm-hmm. it came out for when it came out and what how well it's held up. Like even rewatching it, I'm like, this looks good. It looks good. Oh, it does. It it's held up really well. It does look good. <coughs> the show yeah, on Disney this... Plus is called Prop Culture. Sorry, just okay, so Prop I'm Culture uh, is with the behind the scenes. They have a yeah. behind the scenes episode. Even losing face. Well, whatever that was. It the devil? No, that wasn't the devil. The dude with like the it's weird the monster guy. No, not the the dude who made the rat hat. Oh, the weird. I don't know what he was. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He put it on the werewolf's head, though. Yep. No, he put it on the 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 court husband dude. Yep. Oh, I love the fact that um, Nightmare Tim created a pumpkin head that he uses later in Sleepy Hollow. Nice Easter eggs. He loved them. He be loving them Easter eggs. (laughs) He does little things like that. Plus, working with for some reason he likes to work with cast and crew members he's worked with in the past so yeah you can always find i feel like that's probably because he's kind of an eccentric different guy and he likes to work with people who are used to him who he doesn't really have to explain himself to yeah very true is the assumption that i make from never having met him ever please don't come for me (laughs) wonderful to meet him yeah, I would love to talk with him for like an hour. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. So, just like this movie, which is so much fun. Go watch it. Happy spoopy season and go watch it. Yeah. Spoopy season. Well, it's rainy here. It is rainy. Texans and Californians and people with beautiful weather on Halloween are appreciative of it. Here in Vermont, it is either snowing or raining. And we have- I don't know if I would want to live somewhere in spooky season, say in like Arizona, because I've lived there, where it never you don't get the that autumn feel, you don't get that. I want to go to Arizona so fucking bad. Oh, I lived there for a year. I mean, it's not terrible. I like it. It's just you don't have all four seasons, and you can have them. You can have my four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, if I could live somewhere, it would be where it rains a lot. <laughs> I like rain. So like Seattle? Correct. Right or Portland. Oregon. Sure. Oregon's nice. Oregon. I've never been off the East Coast. 
East Coast you've get never, the most. You've never been off the East Coast? No. Oh. I've been I've been to like 40, 42, 43 states, something like that. Nope. Farthest oh, place I've been is Pennsylvania. Oh. Yep. I've been to every state on the East Coast, but I've never been off the East Coast. That's okay. pretty good though. Yep. Anyway, thanks for being here all. This has yeah. been so much fun. Miller, thanks for having us watch this. Boys, thanks for dragging yourselves through this. Yes, thank you. It was still a blast. I loved it. You. it was so I much fun. You hate this movie a lot. I don't I hate, hate the so movie. Much. I hate you. <laughs> From the sounds of it, I, I'm not picking up that they had anything really to say about hating the film. No, they just hate well, I think it's just at that age, they story. have a repellent to adults. I hate, I hate my mother. I mean, I watched The Little Mermaid so much I can do that line for line, so I kind of get no, sort of... Don't be shy. That's for another day. Okay. <laughs> fine. Right. So fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> so next week is our mix show. Did we decide what we were doing? Are we doing Thanksgiving specials? I have no what idea. is our topic for... Did we even come up with Thanksgiving specials? Oh, I have tons. So I mean, I have never... Oh, Lord, of course you do. Of course. <laughs> I don't think I've done anything. Like, I have no... My extent... You a bug's life. My extent of Thanksgiving... We're not... No, we're doing, doing something different next week. Mike's sense of Thanksgiving um, specials, quote unquote, is the Macy's Day Parade. So, <laughs> life on the list though, because that's a cute movie. It is a cute movie. Um, it's a cute movie. Yeah, definitely put that on the list. Well, we'll talk. We'll do a discussion tomorrow. Richard, bring your arsenal of Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving inspired or made on Thanksgiving things. Okay. And by the end of it, we'll probably pick a movie that we're willing to watch for November. Okay, so then next week will be a mixture of of specials. I'll pull up a list like we usually do, and I yeah. have my I have my own list off, and then yeah, we can do that. Sounds good. Wonderful. Right. So come back next week for that if you dare. Ha 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 ha! Anyway, <laughs> you know we could always just extend Halloween. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm for it. Let's um, screw Thanksgiving. Let's just do another spoopy Halloween. I'm down. Let's just continue these until Christmas. We're gonna do no, no Thanksgiving November. No Thanksgiving. Oh, I need the food. What are you doing to me? That's my favorite holiday. God, go to your grandma's and celebrate it. It's fine. Every grandparent will still celebrate. I don't know. Everybody's dead. I don't have to. Oh my god! I can have my own. Why did you turn it on me like that? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I have a Ouija board. Okay. Yes. Yes. Anyways, uh, we will have something for you all next let's week. Open up the <laughs> Go back and see what we find out what it is. Happy it Halloween, is- guys. Happy Halloween. Oh, my God. Yay. 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 Bye.